This is Books, Beats, and Beyond, where we will bring you provocative music and engaging interviews from music artists, authors, historians, and others barely acknowledged by the mainstream media. I'll be your host, Taj. Before we get to the show, I just want to say thank you for all of you out there who are supporting the show by clicking on the links and purchasing the music or the books. We appreciate you very much. And for all those who haven't and are thinking about supporting us, just go inside the show notes of each episode and click on the links to the songs or the books, and it'll take you right to where you can purchase it. And it's a win-win because you support the guests of the show, um, and we get a small commission, which then goes toward to the operations of the show. So again, for all you who have supported us, thank you so much. And for all those who are thinking about supporting us, we appreciate you as well. All right. Peace. Today, I'm talking with Kay Bishop. He is an MC representing the island of Trinidad and Tobago. We will be talking about his invigorating, socially conscious, and provocative new EP entitled Freedom. Kay Bishop, welcome to Books, Beats, and Beyond. Hey, brother. First off, I'd just like to say thank you for having me on your platform. It's, it's really things like this that actually, you know, believe it or not, helps independent artists, you know, keep on going providing great music so thanks for having me well we want to say thank you for doing what you do it's a pleasure for us to represent you yeah so uh before we get into it i just want you to for for us describe trinidad and tobago for all of us who haven't been okay trinidad trinidad and tobago well i live on the island of trinidad okay it's jointly trinidad and tobago um, governed by under one government, but um, Trinidad basically is some people say it's like the uh, the New York of the Caribbean. Sometimes mm. you know you get it's it's not that much different. There's diverse cultures where there's like predominantly East Indian and African, and we more or less live. Uh, Unless it's election time or close to elections, we more or less live live in unity and <laughs> and kind of share cultures, you know. So Trinidad is basically that. It's not it's not as laid back as as people may think. Where mm. in terms of uh, it's not us on a beach, um, just you know <laughs> vibing to music. It's actually you know fast paced in in some areas, just like you would have like um, probably New York would be fast paced and probably down south would be more laid back. Mm-hmm. It's kinda it's kinda, you know, similar to that, basically. Okay, that's good to know. I had no idea. But one, <laughs> yeah. one day I would love to visit. And <laughs> I'm yeah, glad you said cool. that. I didn't want to show up and be like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> <laughs> um Tobago actually is more is more of the if you if you're looking for the more island to tourist vibe, mm. beaches and whatnot. Tobago is smaller, so it's like you know, that's how Tobago is, but Trinidad is basically what you what you get anywhere you go. I see, I see. So, what's the hip hop scene like there? Um, 
the hip hop scene. Well, I would say the hip hop scene is in early stages. Although there there were artists that you know have been doing it for a long time, maybe, but the whole music industry in Trinidad is very early stages. Even though it has been there, you know, things are not as advanced as, let's say, the United States or maybe the UK, you know. So the hip-hop scene is, is a few artists like myself, um, other artists, you know, um, Chromatics, you know, that the Trinidadians may know mm-hmm. or Trinbagonians may know of. So there are, there are people popping up here and there, you know, doing more hip-hop and doing it, doing more authentic hip hop, I should say. And, and and based on what you're saying, how how are you being received on the island? Well, you know, all right. Um, in Trinidad, our main music is calypso and soca music. Mm-hmm. So, in um, in the early '90s, um, basically on the radio, you would hear mostly international music unless it was uh around closer to carnival mm. now they are more receiving of the calypso year round but hip hop they when when you tell the average individual that you rap or you're a rapper they basically say why don't you go to the US mm. mm-hmm. right they basically they 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 do before they even listen to you they're like, um, that 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 will work in America. You know, that wouldn't work there. But for me, you know, the internet making the yeah. world such a small place, information is readily available. Right. So, you know, people come around when you when you have when you get certain certain accomplishments, you know, certain things that you accomplish, like I don't know if you know, but recently uh one of my songs was placed in um the television series Underground. Yeah, to tell you the truth, that's that's how I found you, man. I heard the song, and I was <laughs> right. like, "What?" Let me pull up my phone, and I had an app. So Jam, like, yo, this dude, I right, gotta... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. So when when you when you when you go when you when you accomplish certain things like that, or when America receives you, then they start listening a little bit more. Mm-hmm. They're like, okay, well, you know, maybe he has, he has something here. This is this if it's good enough for America, then it's good enough for us. I see, I see. So, did did Trinidad have a big influence in you becoming a music artist, or was it something else? Um, being from here, being from here, um, I can't deny, um, listening. Calypso and Calypso is different from what Soka is now. Calypso was very there's a lot of political commentary and and social commentary in Calypso music. Mm. Mm. So I always gravitated towards music with a message. Um but after uh, Calypso was always seen as a as an older person genre of music mm. right mm-hmm. so um well at least in in my time um but as i said in the 90s 
you would hear more international music on the radio unless it was closer to carnival. So I actually grew up listening to a lot of hip hop, okay, you know, okay. and, and reggae actually. Mm. So that's what really influenced me to get into into um rapping or, or, or music. But I, I I also took the social commentary, which also is in hip hop, mm-hmm. you know, with me when I was getting into music. Um, Soka, however, was like it's more party music. Mm-hmm. There are there are certain artists like Bungie Gallen who 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 puts a lot of social commentary in his music, but um, majority speaking for the majority is more party music or uh, music in the in the moment music. So, you know, I was influenced by calypso, reggae, and and hip hop. I see. <laughs> you know, <laughs> hearing you flow and then hearing you talk it's like two different people <laughs> yeah <laughs> right i wasn't even so, expecting that yeah so but well but respect to that because i haven't i i have mastered how i think hip-hop mm-hmm. i think hip-hop should be like i do hip-hop with with the american accent because that's how i appreciate it yeah you know um, I have not. There are there are artists in Trinidad that uh, that might use the local accent, the the local parlance. But I do it with the American accent because that's how I pre- appreciate it. But I speak on things that are true to me. Yeah. So I think that's what makes it authentic. Me, I don't I don't pretend. I don't you know because some artists might just try to use the accent. Oh, the American accent, but they are talking about things that they have no idea about. Mm-hmm. I just stay on topics that 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 touch me. Right. So that's how I think I keep it authentic in that way. Yeah. And um, you you talked about how uh one of your best friends was killed at a mosque in Trinidad during the month of Ramadan. Yeah. And uh, how this this tragic incident helped you find purpose and uh, make a promise. What was this purpose and what was this promise you made to yourself? Well, I was before, before I would rap about hmm, things that didn't really make, well, I would rap from a perspective that was, that would probably not lead people down to the right path. You know, I would rap, you'd clarify certain things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, even at that time, I even had, um, different rap names at that time, but it was two things that made me realize my purpose. Um, on a trip to New York, I was actually, I think it was 2014, 2014 into 2015, I was in New York, and the officers that were um, involved in the Eric Garner killing and the Mike Brown killing didn't um didn't even have to stand trial. They weren't indicted to stand trial. And I remember being in Brooklyn and that just touched my nerves. That just touched somewhere that I couldn't explain it. Like these guys wouldn't even didn't even have to stand trial for this. Someone that was even caught on tape. And from there on I was like my music have, has to, I have to use my my skill, my passion to actually fulfill my purpose. I think my purpose is to actually 
educate and do as much I ca- as I can do through music, through my passion. And then coming back um, in 2015, um, I remember when I came back, actually, to my 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 friend, I visit I I visited him um, a few weeks before he died, actually. Um, I visited him and we, we sat down and we had a conversation and we just we were just talking about life and whatnot. His kid was there and whatnot. And I remember him telling me he was preparing for the month of Ramadan. So I was like, Alright, cool. You're preparing for Ramadan. I we we'll link up after. Right? And I remember uh during during the month we was just texting back and forth. Um, our relationship was the camaraderie. We would like be clowning each other and whatnot. So I remember the night that he died. Actually, I was about to text him, and I was in the studio, and somebody came in the studio and was just talking. So I just put the phone down. And what happened is the next day, actually, I found out somebody messaged me and asked me if I knew what happened to Daniel. Mm. And I was like, what? And the person told me um, he got shot. So I was about to text him and be like, clown him. Just like, you know, because like, yeah. that was our relationship. I was about to text him. Then the person told me, no, he died. Mm. And then that kind of solidified, you know, the direction in my music, you know, because I'm I'm no stranger to, because where I grew up, I grew up in, grew up in South Trinidad. But the little neighborhood that I um, live in is no stranger to crime, mm-hmm. you know. So that was that 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 was what really sparked or solidified, I should say, the direction with my music. Yeah, and, and you brought up something; I, it just clicked in my mind. You were talking about uh, Eric Garner and the police and so mm-hmm. forth. How is the police enforcement in Trinidad? Is it similar oh. to what we experience? actually actually it is actually um and I, that that is something that made me realize that it's uh it's more than a black and white thing at times it's sometimes it's a class thing mm-hmm. where people feel that in a uniform they they might be better mm-hmm. than others you know so i i've it, there has been a lot of cases where um, police have killed individ- unarmed individuals in Trinidad, you know, and and you see the same protests. Um, and the, the 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 only the sad thing about it is these police look like us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> you know, um, it's either, they're either African or East Indian. Mm. So, I, so that's that's the that's the only difference. But in terms of police officers um, taking advantage of their, you know, their badge or uniform at times, that that has happened, wow. or that that happens in Trinidad. So that's why I I see the problem as systematic, mm-hmm. not geographic or um, a, a a personal problem. It's like a systematic problem is mm-hmm. broader than just you know america or somewhere else is it's a broad broad issue yeah wow so so let, let, let's talk a, a, a little bit about your ep freedom 
Why, yeah. why did you call it this? If, if, you, if you look at the cover of the EP, um, you see it's a silhouette of me, mm-hmm. and then there's um, nature, there's like trees in between, and then there are birds flying through uh, my, my, my head. Um, that represents opening your mind to actually to, to different things and actually not seeing the world for what uh, it's marketed marketed to us all the time, you know. So I named it Freedom because I think it was my first EP that I was actually able to express myself. My choice, I'm not even worried about how far this music could go. Like, I just truly put this project together just to express myself and how I was feeling at the time. Mm-hmm. So that that's why I called it Freedom because it, I was, it wasn't, well, being an independent artist and, you know, sometimes we, we, we are pushed to panda to was on the radio you know, or was commercial or whatever. This project was just me. It was mm-hmm. just me just putting, crafting great music and expressing myself. So that's why I actually called it Freedom. Mm. And you, you have a song on there called Shackles and Chains. Mm-hmm. I, this is the song that was played on the, the, that, uh, un, the show Underground. Shackles and chains, riding the car with my thing, riding around town with my gang. You made me this way, you made me this way. All of my women the same. Now I'm buying shackles and chains, riding the car with my thing. You made me this way, you made me this way. You work me, you whip me, you whip me, you work me. Now you say I'm lazy. You killed all my brothers, you raped all my mothers, you took all our babies. And when we keep asking for reparation, you just tell us, forget it. But you made that profit, you still making profit, cause you building prisons. Cause you got a system, you ain't gotta listen, but how far you think my people fall before they risen? Look at what you give them, look at what they made of it. Whole bunch of early inventions, it's like they came with it. This ain't even half of the song, Mr. Columbus was just tagging along. We even tagged along with him, cause you think he said he had the law with him. All he gave us was genocide. My black skin, oh, you gonna be terrified. I come from shackles and chains. Riding the car with my thing, riding around town with my gang. You made me this way, you made me this way. All of my women the same. Now I'm buying shackles and chains. Riding the car with my thing. You made me this way, you made me this way. I came to shackles and chains. Took me from land of the kings. I do not know my real name. I came through work in the fields and the plains. You came with weapon, you came on my land. All of the things that you claim, this is your game. You came and messed up my brain. There's more to my people than shackles and chains. You ain't seen nothing but a new dream, nothing but a true dream. We gon' get it all, all. You ain't seen nothing but a true scene, nothing but a new scene. We gon' get it all, all. You ain't seen nothing but a new dream, nothing but a true dream. We gon' get it all. You ain't seen nothing but a true scene, nothing but a new scene. We gon' get it all. I come from shackles and chains 
Riding the car with my thing. Riding around town with my gang. You made me this way. You made me this way. All of my women the same. Now I'm buying shackles and chains. Riding the car with my thing. You made me this way. You made me this way. You work me, you whip me, you whip me, you work me, and tell me I'm lazy. You killed all my brothers, you raped all my mothers, and you took our babies. And when we keep asking for reparation, you just tell us forget it. But you made that profit, you still making profit, cause you building prison. You building prison, you still making profit, cause you building prisons. You building prisons, still making profit cause you building prisons. Tell me you different, still making profit cause you building prisons. We ain't gon' follow the system, this is an omission. We gon' be part of the vision. Talk about how you got this to be played on, on an episode. Well, funny thing about this song this song was created in i kid you not 2015 mm. I, I had the beat for the song in 2014 mm. and how i create music is i would i would listen to a beat come up with something for the beat i don't write music i don't actually write but i just create i just you know in my head i create it so i would i would usually listen to the beat create something and then set the beat down and not listen to it for sometimes days, weeks, sometimes months. So I remember listening to this beat in 2014. Nothing came to me. And revisiting the, the beat in 2015, believe it or not, I wrote this, the, the majority of the song in like 15 minutes. That wow. was the first thing that even came to me. So, you know, created this song, and I just couldn't get over the song. Everybody I played the song for, before I even released it, was like, wow, Paul's reason. And um, I remember looking at Underground, the trailer for Underground, in, I think, December or January of, of, of 2016. And um, I can't. I just searched for the music supervisor of that show. And in 2016, before the show aired, I told him, I said, yo, I said, I got a song and I think it would fit perfect for this show. Here's the song. And he told me, he said, he said, we're finished with season one, but I'll keep you in mind for season two. Mm. And we didn't have any conversation after that. I just told him, I say, yo, I appreciate the listen, you know, and I, I hope that you all get season two. Or I told him, I said, I know that you all will get season a season two. And I didn't have any conversation with him from January 2016 until he contacted me in 2017, January, and he was like, um, I think I might have a placement for your song, but I'm not. I'm not finding the the link is not working. Mm. I was like, okay, cool, no problem. I re-released the song, so you know, the, here's the link and whatnot. And that the rest was history. It was like I didn't tell any. I I didn't inform anybody about it because <laughs> it was still you know not 100 yeah. percent sure. 
I didn't want to invite any other person's energy right. in, in, into it. So I, I kept it under wraps. I, I signed the contracts and whatnot. And um, I remember, I think, late uh, in, in February, a person from, uh, one night, a person from Sony Pictures emailed me. And in my head, I was jumping for joy, <laughs> <laughs> right? And you know, and that's that's how the, and that's how that came together. And that really showed me that, you know, once you make music from the soul, you know, it it will do what it's supposed to do. Yeah. You know, I didn't, I wasn't, you know, constantly contacting this guy. I wasn't, you know, mm-hmm. anything like that. He he found somewhere for that music, that piece of music to be, and. You know, he contacted me, and that's how that went. There was well, how, how's the response been from? Oh, the the response has been great, actually. Um, a lot of fans of the show actually like found me somehow, and just was like reaching out to me on uh, Facebook, uh, my Facebook page, and they invited me to the, the to the group, um, the underground runners group on Facebook. And they were just like you know, so they, it was it was it was great. It was yeah. great. People people were reaching out to me that I didn't even know, um, because in Trinidad, um, we don't have YouTube music, right? We oh. don't have that in Trinidad. So actually, the song was on YouTube music, hmm. and people were commenting and whatnot. And I didn't. I only found out after by searching Google and and whatnot and and really wow. looking into it. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So so that's the response has been great. People have have been like messaging me and telling me how much this song, what this song means to them, and that that has been very humbling, actually. Man, I bet it has, man. <laughs> um, you have another song in there called Freedom. I don't know, because I kind of feel like if you prioritise the movement over money, then um, it will be more effective, just more in the immediate sense anyway. Stop. 
stop it. I'd rather be a prophet than the prophet. As soon as my rhymes get older, I hit him with a mate with a shoulder. Uh, uh, all I do is work, 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 work. I hear them say my name in the background, they dragging it. Yeah, they throwing dirt, 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 dirt. But they can't phase you, cause they never made you. They got you saying illness, but the permits, baby. I'ma break it down for you. I'ma break it down, down, down. I'ma break it down for you. Yo, I'ma break it down, down, down. I'ma break it down for you. Yeah, I'ma break it down, down, down. Let me break it down for you. You had a quote in there where you said, I'd rather be a prophet than profit. When when did you realize, realize this for yourself? Well, let me tell you what that quote is. That quote is actually Nas. Mm. That quote is actually a Nas quote. Now, the interesting thing about Nas, that was the first Nas uh, Stillmatic. was uh. the first album I ever listened to, ever, first album period that I ever listened to, that was the album that actually got me into rapping. Wait, what do you, what do you, what do you mean the first? First whole album. Oh, okay. Uh, like, like complete album. I would hear songs before, mm-hmm. but in ah, terms of, yeah, in terms of having an album, that was the first album, whole album I listened to and that's what really got me into rapping rapping like i want to be a rapper after wow. listening to that and that's the, <laughs> that's the stillmatic album I, did you go back yeah. and hear his illmatic album yes i listened <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah wow okay yeah, so that that that's what that's what that was i see actually and, and, and w- as i was listening to the song i, I was just thinking like you know like when when did you feel like your conscience like finally woke up you know and like compelled you to like pursue like knowledge of yourself, you know, meaning mm-hmm. like 
learning about <laughs> African history and culture mm-hmm. and racism and the, and the struggles that we endure. When when did you feel like you woke up and wanted to and wanted to pursue that kind of thought? Well, in first off, in in um in about in, in late in December twenty thirteen, I left my job. I resigned from my job to to do music. Mm. And I took a trip to New York. And because sometimes you can't explain a feeling. Yeah. Like something wasn't fulfilling. So I left my job and I went to New York. And as I was saying, it felt like, truth be told, New York felt like this is where I was supposed to be. Mm. That's what New York felt to me on the sub, on the trains. Like everything about New York felt like this is where I I was supposed to be. Yeah, I remember um, being in Queens at first because um, I have family in New York. Okay, um, as do all Caribbean people. What part? Um, Brooklyn, okay. Brooklyn and Queens actually, okay. and cousin uh, out in Long Island. So being in Queens, New York, I remember. Uh, asking two police officers for directions and directions to the train or something like that because, you know, I wasn't from there. So I remember the first thing on approaching the police officer is him reaching for his, like, gripping, holding his, his holes-down gun. Wow, yeah. And that was so, like, <laughs> shocking for me. You know, so yeah. I was like, so that kind of sparked something like, why, why would he, you know, immediately, you know, grip his, reach for his gun, you know, me just asking for directions, and then the whole Eric Garner thing. I was actually part of, um, there was a Million Man March in New York mm-hmm. at that time when when the officers got off, and I actually went by myself at so because, you know, I have to go to this. And I just, you know, went by myself to see if other people were feeling the same way I w- was feeling. You know, so I actually went to one of the marches and participated and whatnot. So that is where my my level of consciousness started to, to really arise. And me really researching. I, I, I've always been a very inquisitive person, always would research stuff. And whatnot, but I think that really, you know, really sparked it. That trip to New York and and the whole experience that really sparked it. Wow, yeah. So, so you have another song on there called "Come for You." Get a bullet ring, many songs and many hymns. You see, mamas cry, many live, but many die. He was a bad boy, yeah. He took like many lies. Don't worry, mama, dry eye. He a good kid now. When you come to put some pep in your step, show some respect. You have the coroner checking your flesh, checking your chest. They got the young kid tagging along, singing they song. Badness is born, singing every word of they song. They like. Long time, you know, kill a man. Boy, you better pick the book up before you look up and get cooked up. Them hollow tips, baby, burn, baby, burn. Even 50 said it, so it makes you think that you won't get it. Be ready when they come for you. 
ready when they come for you. The boys said it was their gun for you. These mamas crying, trying. You don't wanna come round here, boy. History's gonna make itself with or without you, with or without you, with or without you. You gonna walk this lonely road with or without shoes. You hear the bullets ring. You hear the bullets ring. You hear the bullets ring. Yeah, you hear the bullets ring. Go to school, don't be no fool, boy. Before you grow up, they eat your food, boy. <laughs> Everybody is a rude boy. But nobody wanna follow the rules, boy. True boy, tell me how you run your town. How you get down. How you love how gunshots sound. Sound like a clown. We think it's cool to bury friends for Jews. As you look over your shoulder, cause they kids getting older. Be ready when they come for you. Ready when they come for you, boy. Said it was their gun for you. These mamas crying, trying. You don't wanna come around here, boy. Thou shalt not give to receive, but receive to give. The world owes you nothing. You have to take it. And take it, you must. Man, I hope this is a lesson to you. How many make it out the hood? Less than a few. And they end up stressing a few. So I don't wish you nothing but God's riches. Blessing to you. Step on their shoes, they ready to shoot. And if one die, it's cool. They go back and recruit. Bunch of youngins ready to die for the loot. Before they roots. Parents never buy them books, they buy them books. Nice chains and some nice things. Fresher in they Sunday morning best or some nice jeans. They too busy chasing pipe dreams. And it just might stick you up. Trying to keep up. Be ready when they come for you. Ready when they come for you. The boys said it was their gun for you. These mamas crying, trying. You don't wanna come around here, boy. God, you are me, you are me, as I am you, created in your image and likeness. You have not forsaken me, and I shall not forsake thee, for as long as I breathe, I shall fulfill my destiny. Why did you make this song? That song, Come For You, is me talking directly to the people in the ghetto or the youth. That song is me really just talking directly to a person like myself or, you know, people who... thing in hip-hop is that I think people glorify one side Mm-hmm. They they let you know about one side. They let you know about the glamorous side of the hood life, or they let you know about you know the shooting guns and all of these drugs and everything. But they don't balance it out and let you know the consequences. Yeah. They 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 don't let you know that they don't talk about uh, getting locked up. They don't talk about not being able to see a family. You know, not being able to raise your kids. They they never really talk about that 
when they glorifying it. So come for you is me direct talking directly to to the youth to let you know there are consequences within you know your actions. You know, consequences for your actions if you go down this this life. And, and how how come you're not afraid to reprimand the youth or, you know, your peers who condone or think, you know, violence is cool and the answer to their problems? How come you're not afraid to do that? Um, Because I've, I've, I was born in, in, I was born in an area like that. And... As I said, I've always been inquisitive and always questioned stuff. And some of my peers, I have friends in jail, in prison, who are on murder charges, robbery charges, whatever it may be. I have friends in the grave, in the cemetery, um, who, you know, weren't fortunate enough to get out of that lifestyle. So when you grow up with people like this, if you don't see them as as somebody on the outside may see them as a criminal, somebody on the outside may see them as a thug, but you don't see them as this. You grew up with them. You see them as a person. So I'm not scared to tell any of them, yo, what you're doing is wrong. Even though, you know, you, 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 you might think you have to do this because of this, but I speak to one of my uh, friends in prison all the time and I tell them I always tell them I say yo I say you already made your decision right the most I can do now is make sure your kids don't make that decision mm -hmm. you are grown you are not you are an adult you chose your path but the most thing, the most that I can do is to make sure that that cycle doesn't continue. Mm. And I always, I always feel it for the kids. My my homeboy who who died, um, he left two kids behind, mm. you know, to grow up without a father. Right. Yeah. Just uh, after you reached out to me, um. Two Fridays ago, my cousin got killed 10 minutes from here. Oh, wow. Sorry. <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah, so it's like, it's so, it, and it, it's the point where it's not surprising. It's the point where we become sort of numb to the things that happen. But I just think, you know, my music should always, you know, make sure that you know that you know the real. I give you what is me. You know, I what I think. I do. I try not to candy coat. I mean, I have to be entertaining. After at the end of the day, music has to entertain. You know, but I don't want to give you something that bores you. Yeah. But at the same time, I don't want to give you something that leads you down the wrong path. Yeah. Because I think music is is a music is is something that could live on for for forever. Right, especially when you the the, the stuff you're talking about right now. You know, right. that's been going on for a while. Yeah, this absolutely is uh, has a message that, that can live for a, a long time. Mm -hmm. um, there's a song on there called Hate. Love yourself. Then educate yourself. For the educated one, is consumed by hate. Only destroys his own kind. We're shooting at me. You see that shit? 
Shoot at us. Let me preach. Can I get a fist up? Can I get a RP, my people? Now keep that same fist up. Damn, I wish I could have freed my people. What I'm supposed to do? Look the other way, act like I never seen my people? I try to keep my eyes closed. I keep seeing how they treat my people, but you people gon' hate on it. You people got daughters and sons, but you people gon' wait on it. Chokeholes and cold-blooded murders, you people gon' pray on it. You made you your bed with your blanket, you people gon' lay on it. People gon' hate on it. People gon' pray on it. People that hate on your crew, they hate on it, hate on it, hate on it, hate on it, hate on it. Family that hate on you, they watching, they watching, they watching, they watching, they watching, they wait on it. What am I supposed to do? I just keep chasing the money, keep chasing the money, can't wait on it. Focus, keep chasing the money, can't wait on it. Ain't I ain't worried about you, ain't worried about you. Came all the way from Africa on a couple ships, sold into slavery with a couple whips. Used to had a gun loader with a couple clips. Now I pick the mic up for a couple hits. Name K Bishop. Got a long reach, but if I run up on you, don't think I'm gonna preach. I call my moms, I told my moms we gon' eat. I told my boys back home, boys, we gon' beast. Let the haters blog, they're just typing. These boys spitting thunder, I am just lightning. Let them talk loud, they're just hyping. On the road to riches, forget your hitchhiking. Grown ass man, no time for fist fighting. Long distance connection, y'all just Skype them. Yeah, you battle, but you ain't clash with this titan. I'm familiar with pussy, you are just like people that hate on your crew. They hate on their hate on their hate on their And this is power to my people. And here we are created equal. But in a change with your education, religious rules and your medication. How my people supposed to act cool when they know they fit the profile? Treat my people like they your child. And you supposed to say docile? No child should be worried about the system. Papa in the kitchen, mama in the strip club tripping. Brother on the corner still pitching. Couple baby mamas in the hood still pitching. When it's all around, it's kinda hard to keep your distance. Got you caught up in the system. Damn, you wish you could've wished then. Big power, we just fishing. People that hate on your crew. They hate on, they hate on, they hate on, they hate on your crew. Uh, what yep. what do you want us to take away from this song? Um, 
<clears throat> well, there's two 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 real um, sides to the song. One, I'm actually talking to talking about, you know, um, can I get a fist up? Can I get a RP, my people? And really talking to the people that are not actually doing anything mm. about the situation. Like, they are not, we are reactive. We are always reactive to yeah. something happens. We use some hashtags. We protest. But we are not really active in making sure that these things don't happen again. In terms of, I think we need to come up with our own systems. We need to take charge of our education system. We need to invest in these things so that we could control our communities mm -hmm. so that these, these things won't happen. So in me, in here, this, this is what I really address. I really address those issues. Um, me saying in the, in the chorus, me saying people they hate on you, mm -hmm. is is just me talking about you don't get support from your own friends and family sometimes mm -hmm. in what you do, you know. Mm -hmm. So that that's what what hate really is. What I see hate as. Yeah. So so how how do you feel about you know and what are your thoughts around the Black Lives Matter movement? Mm -hmm. yeah, well, I I think Black Lives Matter is um is a necessary topic to really say okay do we re do we re really matter I think that what Black Lives is saying you kill um all people in the street like all my lives don't matter like black people lives don't matter so when people say oh all lives matter this is not I mean it's it's so ridiculous. Mm -hmm. It's like it's like somebody saying, um, "F cancer." Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. So if I say F cancer, are you going to tell me, "Oh, so what about AIDS or <laughs> HIV?" <laughs> you know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? So why why would you be opposed to people saying Black Lives Matter mm -hmm. when that is the uh, the the particular issue they are, they are speaking about? Right. Right. And, and, yeah. And and, and just. I'm always thinking because you know you're on an island of Trinidad, and I don't know yeah. how many white people live on the island of Trinidad. But mm -hmm. how does the Black Lives Matter movement? What does that look like on the on the, on the, on the island? Um, in I wouldn't say it's like it's not an active movement mm -hmm. on on this island on Trinidad. Um, the thing is. There are the funny thing is as I told you it is predominantly East Indian and African. Yeah, right. Right? Mm -hmm. So close closer to election time as the all as politicians always try to use race as a divisive tool. Um you would you would see people uh or hear of, you know, racial issues mm -hmm. or people um slanging, slinging racial slurs and, and whatnot. So we don't have a problem. I don't think we have a Black Lives Matter movement because I don't even think some of the people are so woke uh. in, in terms of the, the traditional or typical uh, Trinidadian culture mm. is, is basically 
not worry about anything, mm-hmm. <laughs> basically. So we may, we find it hard to come together to really protest issues. We are more, we, we party together and then we are more um, worried about our own lives, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Our own lives, our own family well-being and whatnot, to say come together. It's very rare that we would come together and say, okay, protest. This is wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, if something affects a community, the, 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 a few people in the community might come together and protest. Like there was another police killing, I believe, last year. Not too, in this, actually in the same street that my cousin got killed. Mm-hmm. There, was a, there was a police killing and the, he was part of the protest too. They were protesting the um, police killing that. And actually, you know, you heard about that for one week, two weeks, and then it was gone. Mm, wow. <laughs> right? So that's how it basically is. So Okay. So if I'm hearing you correctly, it's not really more of a, uh, the color thing. It's more of a mm-hmm. class thing. Yes. Mm. It's, it's, it's more of a class issue. Mm, I see. I see. Um, you have a song in there called Right My Wrongs. You have to feel this ish. I remember speeding up on the highway in a Tucson. Kids on the side of the street with no shoes on. Girls looking at me like, boy, what is you on? I'm looking at the sky like, what the f- I went to school for? They gonna do like Doe Chady and put a noose on. My boy Daniel joined Islam, they call him Umar. Now I'm listening to Dr. Umar. Claude Anderson bought a couple of books. I had some coupons. They killed Daniel of the must. They tore his roof off. Killed him on a Wednesday, he didn't make it to Juma. I remember hitting your phone like, boy, is this a rumor? You never hit me back, man. I guess we take it too far. I remember the last conversation for real. Man, I told you to chill, live for your kids. That's his promise, you know, living is real. But hey, you body down here, all in their fields. Like, man, I gotta live the life I chose. Gotta live the life I chose, yeah, yeah. Ain't nobody gonna write my wrongs. Why well, I gotta write these songs, yeah. Gotta live the life I chose. Gotta live the life I chose. Yeah, yeah. Ain't nobody gonna write my wrongs. Why well, I gotta write these songs? Yeah. Now we caught up in the hustling bus. You meet a train, they be hustling us. They selling dreams and the customers us. Cause if the cops ain't killing us, then it's us killing us. What we do when emergencies fail, murder prevails. Young kids doing burglary still. Family values get further derailed. The system, nah, the system working perfectly well. They gon' do us like they did us back then, back in the 30s. Be careful where you report your crime, they might be dirty. Be careful how you spend your time, make sure it's worth it. Stakes in the crest get cut, but they still lurking. They don't wanna see the young grow. They'd rather invest in oil than children of the soil. Killing out the girls and boys, slowly. This is the path we chose, I hope it's working. Man, I gotta live the life I chose. Gotta live the life I chose, yeah, yeah. Ain't nobody gon' write my wrongs. Why well, I gotta write these songs, yeah, yeah. Man, I gotta live the life I chose. Gotta live the life I chose, yeah, yeah. Ain't nobody gon' write my wrongs. Why well, I gotta write these songs, yeah.
you had a, a, a line in there where you said the system, nah, the system's working perfectly well. And yeah. we always hear that the system is broken, but you're trying to say that it's working perfectly. Explain that. Yeah, so I think the system is working just how the system was designed and who the system was designed for. Mm-hmm. I think the system was was not designed for um, African people or, or colored people um, to prosper, to succeed. The system was designed to keep the wealth in a certain place mm-hmm. or certain places. So um, when I say the system, no, the system is working perfectly well. That's why I say uh, individuals can't really change systems because you take two people or three people out of a system of 100 people, that is not going to change the system, right? right? What you need to do is com- is, is create your own systems mm. to run parallel to, and that's the only way I think you could really move forward. Mm. You know, everybody, every other race, I think, or group of people does it. The Asians does it, do it. The the uh, Jews do it. You know, so we have these blueprints that we could look at and say, okay, um, these communities do this. You know, to benefit their, them, and they are doing well. You know, mm-hmm. we just, we just. I I don't. I I don't have all the answers. Absolutely. And I can't pinpoint exactly what. Oh, it's 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 not one problem. You know, but we need to, at some point in time, come together and say, okay, we're going to do this to to build a better community and stop begging mm-hmm. other people to help our problems. Because it's logically for them, it it makes no sense to help us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and, and you had another line in there called, you said, uh, they'd rather invest in oil than children of the soil. And I was just trying right. to get just get your feelings on on like capitalism. Right. So I'm from Trinidad and Trinidad is an oil rich country. Okay. Actually. Uh, our main source of income has been oil for ever since independence, basically. Or even before that maybe. But our main source is oil. So I've I've seen uh we would right now the the oil prices while it while it may be good for America um and the oil prices being low for trinidad is it's not good because our export is oil i see so I've seen them tr- um put more investment even in a dying sector mm-hmm. it being oil mm-hmm. rather than investing in more or better education rather rather than you know investing in the communities they they try to invest more in oil saying okay well we're getting a lower price for it so let's try to increase production right so when i say that they rather invest in oil than children of the soil that's exactly what i mean i mean they are all about trying to make profit mm-hmm. but i i have a, i always ask like who <laughs> who is the profit for? Right. right? Because if you are, people have it confused. If you are getting something from uh, the the soil, 
right? You're getting something from Trinidad and Tobago. Who owns who owns the country then that mm-hmm. you get the stuff, the, the raw materials from? Isn't it supposed to be for the benefit of the people? Right. So that that's what I mean by that. So how how do how do are there a lot of people that have that same that same feeling you have? I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um I I think there are a lot of people that share my sentiments, but again, because everybody is um everybody is so concerned with their own lives and their well being, um probably they don't you know, they are probably not as vocal about it mm-hmm. as I may be in my music. Um, so everybody is just more or less content with just going up, going about their daily lives, you know, yeah. doing, you know, providing yeah. for their own own families. Yeah. So let's talk about some things outside of uh, outside of the uh, your music. Mm-hmm. Uh, what would you be doing if it wasn't for music? Hmm. I would have to be. I would have to play some active part into in community building mm-hmm. and it's something that i want i actually want to use music as a platform to do to actually build com- like uh, actual communities that that are more or less self-sustained you know that more or less have the the, the necessary businesses inside those communities that the dollar could be circulated mm-hmm. within the communities before mm-hmm. it even leaves right i I I would like to be play some active role in that, but I don't think I would. I don't even want to uh, um, entertain the idea of of doing anything besides music <laughs> at at this point in yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, because this is this is my f- passion. This is really my passion, and I want to use my passion to fulfill my purpose. Absolutely. So you know, the show's called Book Speaks to Me on. So I always ask, you know, what what books. What book have you read or currently are reading or and and also is there any book that's like changed your life um i've I've read Pornomics mm. by Dr. Claude Anderson yeah um I've read Fifty at Law by Fifty Cent and Robert Greene um Will's Greatest Men of Color mm by um I think it's G. E. Yeah Rogers. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Um and I re- I read a lot of self help books like uh-huh. uh Ma- Mastery by Robert Greene, um or um It Always Seems Impossible Until It's Done. Stuff like that. Those self help books. But the interesting thing I was I was just reading um actually one hundred uh, greatest men of color. And there are so many stories in there that I think that are movie worthy. And I think that here's why here's my theory. Yeah? My theory is that the movies, music, the movies and music of today, the mu- movies and music are the statues and hieroglyphics of today. Mm, explain and. And I say that because 50 years from now, uh, 100 years from now, when somebody is trying to learn what was happening in 90s, the 2000s, they are going to be looking at movies and they're going to be listening to the music 
mm-hmm. of that time period. Mm-hmm. Just like we look at documentaries and movies of time period, and if we want to go back to uh, ancient days, we look at statues and, and whatever the, those people left behind. So when a certain group of people is only putting their truths or you see movies that are all white or if there's if there are black characters these characters are really stereotypical characters they're actually creating the history Mm. as somebody 100 years from now would see it because when they look back at the music they say okay um, black people were, you know, just glorifying. They were all gangsters. They were all, you know, on drugs. They were all this. They were all that. When they look at the movies and they see the roles that the black people had, they say, okay, well, this is what black people were, right? Mm-hmm. So I think we should have more movies to really, movies and stuff that really highlight our heroes. Yeah. You know, and so that could be documented in history for the future. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, what 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 three albums or songs, mm-hmm. you know, had the biggest influence on shaping who you are today? Um, um, this 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 list might be shocking or controversial. All right, well, Nas, Stillmatic, first, uh a whole album that I really listened to. After that was actually, um, well, from Nas, I learned basically flow, mm. how to flow while rapping. Um, after that was 50 Cent's Get Rich or Die Trying. Mm. Mm-hmm. Right, because that taught me that, it taught me song structure. Oh, okay. You know, um, how that, it, it is not always about flow or lyricism all the time. You have to also learn how to write songs or make songs for it to be, you know, for it to live. Mm. And Lil Wayne Carter too, mm. which was before his commercial, well, I would say his Carter three was the commercial um, album that everybody celebrated. Um, Carter two to me was one of the most lyrical projects that I ever heard mm-hmm. in terms of uh, wittiness and flipping of words and, and whatnot. So those, so those are the three albums mm-hmm. I think that I I use I I use it in my style today: yeah. song structure, uh, flow, and lyricism. Yeah, yeah. So what what do you want people to mainly take away from the Freedom album? Um. I want I want people to just listen. If you listen to these songs, the songs are self-explanatory. Shackles and Chains tells you that it's not um the problems today or the problems that black people have in today is not entirely our problem. You know, it has been engineered or we have been engineered you know to think a certain way. I'm not saying that it's not time that we come out of it, but I'm just stating facts, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and I would just like people to just enjoy the music and take the messages in each song for what it is, mm-hmm. really. 
you know, and, and there's history and there's, there's history in there, you know, there, there's reality in there, you know, so that's why I think freedom is, there's a little bit of everything in there, you know, and I, I try to put it together as creatively, you know, as possible. Well, you absolutely did a good job of that. I just want to let you know. Oh, thank you. And um, just want to know, how can people follow you? Um, people can follow me on, uh, well, on every on all the social medias. I am KBishop XYZ. Um, Instagram, KBishop XYZ. Twitter, same thing. Facebook, same thing. Um, if somebody would like to reach out to me, on a professional level, they could hit me up at biz, B-I-Z, at kbishop.xyz. Well, K. Bishop, just want to say thank you so much for being on Books, Peace, and Beyond. Oh, thank you, brother, for having me. If you want to purchase the book or any of the music, I've included links in the show notes. Or you could just go to booksbeatsandbeyond.com. And, you know, what's cool is by clicking on the links, you support the guests, the music artists, and uh, we get a small commission, which is no extra cost to you, which we would then put toward the operations of this show. Um, and also, please click on the iTunes link to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. And if you do this stuff already, just want to say thank you so much for your support. Remember, let's read, listen, explore.